Welcome to the Wisdom Talk Radio Show, bringing you insight, illumination, and inspiration in service to the world. We are a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living, conscious business, conscious relationships, conscious community, and conscious evolution. Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour from the Baca Journey. I'm Sabrina Fritz with Living in Alignment. I'm Gavanjali Hemp with Centaur System. I'm Marianne McGuire of Let Go and Know. Today we're talking about sustainable creativity. If you think about creativity as energy and as energy that is available for you to, to use day to day, each moment, It's energy that you can use to express your gifts and talents in the world. And it's really energy that you use to create your life. So how do we connect with this energy? And how do we sustain this connection? What's needed? Well, Lori, I think that's an excellent question. I tell you, for me, in order to really nurture and sustain that connection, it's absolutely imperative that I go back to the source of creation, which is nature. I have to connect with nature in order to be inspired to create because nature to me is that, that teacher of cycles and rhythms and I can't always be on and I can't always be off and I can learn to appreciate the flow that nature shows me in order to allow that creativity to flow through me. And I know I can sometimes take it for granted that I live on top of a mountaintop when I tell people to go connect (laughs) with nature. And they're like easy for you, but you know, I also have a lot of house plants inside my home, which is another way that I'm able to connect with nature. So for me, if I want to feel creativity and inspiration to do so, I got to get back to my roots, which is nature. That's great. That's, That's great, Serena. Marianne, how about you? What is it that you do to connect with this, that creative life force? Well, I absolutely love this topic. I really, really love it. What comes up for me is that it's not just a question of creativity in the arts, which is kind of what everybody thinks of, but in everyday life as well. So every day, for example, taking uh, my own experience, I experience both aspects of creativity because I'm an artist. I've been an artist all my life and I have my mission, helping people to let go of struggle and live from who they really are. So we need ideas and inspiration, not only for our art, whatever that may be, but also for our everyday endeavors, our everyday living, our businesses, and particularly what comes up for me in a big way, as an example, is caring for your children. Raising your children, I mean, of all places where we need uh, creativity and ideas, and what a joy and relief to get creative inspiration in this area so that they can grow in the best possible way. And when, it's so exciting, because when you're open, when you open up to creativity and to the creative flow of energy, you can actually make your life a masterpiece when you choose to do it every single day. And I have found that the way to do that is to first acknowledge. So, for example, you know the way sometimes you can feel stuck in 
either, you know, the way looking at the blank canvas going, oh my God, what am I going to do? Or you might have a project for work, uh, whatever it is. If you feel stuck, just the first thing to acknowledge it, that you feel stuck. And then secondly, um, let go of any judgment about it or yourself. And this makes space for the inspiration to come forth because it is literally energy and it is literally space and something magical is actually happening. And then the third thing is to allow, to allow yourself to receive the ideas or inspiration. So when you keep doing this whenever you need to, before you know it, you look back over your life over the past, you know, three months, whatever it's been, and you'll see that you are living in a sustainably creative way, always in touch with this energy, with the intuitive guidance that you need to be creative. And I just find it so exciting. That's so lovely. Gathanjali, how, how is it for you in your life? It's, it's really fun right now listening to everyone speak and share. Um, I, I'm, I'm an incredibly creative being, and I, I too believe, like Marianne was saying, that creativity goes far beyond just the arts, although I love artistic expression. Um, it is really about how we shape our life and, and, and about purpose, I think, too. You know, Not necessarily a big, a big structure of purpose, but just in our moment-to-moment, -moment, the way we're presenting ourselves, the way we're creating ourselves and in the world in which we live. And um, I love what Sabrina was saying about going to nature and that being an endless source of inspiration and, and framing. And what I would say is that right now I feel like um, I'm in another big stretch of a new level of creating. And I think, you know, there's these spirals and cycles of, of that throughout my life and throughout everyone's life, really. And this topic of sustainable creation is something that I am in the moment really experiencing or exploring at a whole nother level in a new way. So rather than coming to this call feeling kind of like, I know, I know when I'm an expert in this moment, I'm still really open to, in curiosity. What I find for myself is that because I'm so creative, oftentimes a lot of inspiration can arrive at once. And the sustainability piece, like how, how do I, how do I manage that? How do I work with that? How do I refine what I'm doing? How do I pace myself um, in order to really bring forth and birth these these creations into the world. And I think right now, one of the things I'm realizing is that it really is a lot about self-care and self-knowledge and, and pacing. And um, mm -hmm. there's a way of really taking time to get the rest that I need and really taking time to get the social connection that I need and the inspiration that I need and tending to myself throughout. I think sometimes when I was younger, when I'd get these inspirations, I would sometimes kind of fry myself and my nervous system. So um, that sustainability piece feels really important. And that's something I just, yeah, I'm throwing into the circle. Yeah, yeah. Sustainability is, is key, really, because we can be those, um, you know, oh, I'm on fire with this idea kind of person and, and burn out and, you know, mm -hmm. not take care of ourselves in the mix. And, and that's why the, the t this topic of sustaining your creativity is so important to me and you know I used to be one of those people that I would say well I'm not an artist like like I was saying I'm not creative and I think mm. I said that for a really long time in my life and until I started realizing that what is creativity creativity is is the life force that keeps us alive and it's that life force that mm. 
Marianne, you were talking about parenting. It, it's, it's what enables mm-hmm. we as women to give birth, uh, to create a, a, a child, uh, but it's, it's what allows us to create our lives. And so now I see that when I'm cooking, I, I'm creative. And, you know, what, what element needs to go in? Even if I'm following a recipe, you know, suddenly something starts to change. And I feel the energy guiding me to put in a different, um, a different ingredient than I had considered using before. Ooh, this would taste good with that. And it becomes this kind of dance that, um, that feeds me. And so part of that sustainability is allowing myself to be in that creative life flow and realize that that is what sustains me as I allow it. And, I, and I'm kind of with, the, with each step of it. You know, so I'm paying attention inside. What's the next step? What's the next step? And what's the next step? I love what you're saying, what you're saying, Laurie, and I think that um, there's something that can get confusing about creativity being a doing, and it is, there is, there is a, an aspect of doing, but the balance of that is also that deep listening, um, and, and that there's a receptivity and something kind of almost magical and mysterious that happens, just like in, in growing or birthing or conceiving a child, like whatever the creation is, it's like we have the impulse and then we, we're, we're led to do certain things, but there's this kind of magnetic quality that, that draws forth what's needed for the creation to take form. I love that. I just find this, even talking about this, I just find it so exciting. It's just, it, it just lights, it, it just lights me up so much. I, because it's, it's not like magic. It's just so like magic to me. And yet it's what we're made of. And I think um, what occurs to me is what makes this sustainable? This can sound a bit boring, but there is magic behind this. <laughs> what makes this flow <laughs> sustainable is your commitment, our commitment to opening up to it and enjoying it. Because my God, why, why do something on, do you know what I mean? I know we have to do things that are, aren't pleasurable always, but are you gonna do it every day? If you kind of commit, really commit to yourself to opening up to it and, and really enjoying it, because this is what's so exciting for me, it's ever present, it's inspiration, it's ever present and ever available. So when we play with it, whatever it is, be it art or dealing with your children or preparing a meal or, you know, working in your business, life becomes just so fulfilling. It's so fulfilling to live life in this way. Even down um, to the question you can ask yourself and it occurs to me, again, this sounds a bit mundane, but yesterday there's a question I asked which is really magical and again, it sounds a bit mundane. So, um, I had a problem with my phone and my immediate response was a, a judgment. Well, I can't do anything about that. I'll just have to get somebody else to do it. And I stopped myself. I asked the question, well, if I was, if I did have an engineer's mind, because like you, Laurie, oh, I'm not creative. You know, this is what you were saying years ago. And thank God you got over that and you realized that you were creative. Um, but I said to myself, wait a minute, just if I did have an engineer's mind, what would I do? And immediately the flow happened in this little mundane, you know, 10 minutes of my life. And I got out the screwdriver, opened it up, 
saw there was a little thing sticking up against the battery, blah, blah, blah. I won't go into it. But I fixed it because I wouldn't allow myself to remain in judgment. Well, I don't have an engineer's mind. Really? Oh, well, what if you did? So I just asked that question, and that's what I put to the listeners. Keep Write that question down and use it every day. If I was a creative being, what would I do now? If I did have X, Y, Z, an engineer's mind, whatever it is, what would I do now? Um, what would I say now? If, if I was a, a, a creative being, what would I paint now? What would I write now? If, if you've got a block, writer's block, you could say to yourself, well, if I wasn't stuck, what would I write now? And my God, the floodgates can open up because you've let go of that judgment. You've let go of what was holding you back. That judgment is like cement. And all of a sudden, this space is opened up. So I just, I just find it so magical. I get very excited talking about this because even the mundane, you can, you can see that there's magic behind it. Well, I agree, Marianne. There is magic everywhere. And I was really one of those uptight people that was working in a corporate career, didn't really feel like I had a lot of freedom to be creative within that career, and was basically showing up on autopilot and getting the job done, but not finding a lot of passion or enthusiasm or magic in my job. And, you know, the rollover accident kind of derailed that and got my attention pretty quickly to really focus on what was important in life. And that's when I started creating magic in my career, because a lot of people might be listening going, well, it's easy for them to say they're, you know, entrepreneurs living their dream. They're out serving others and helping make the world a better place. They're doing what really brings them joy. That's not going to work for me because I have a family support. I have a car payment, a mortgage, whatever their story is. And I think it's important to remind people that you find that creativity everywhere. We are creative beings, just like we're spiritual beings. You know, we're non-physical beings. We're all sorts of beings. So there's no way to turn off the creativity completely. We can definitely get it going really slowly and not have that joint enthusiasm that comes when we're acting from that place. So I encourage people who might feel a little trapped by life circumstances, what Marianne's saying or suggesting, ask some questions, but also exploring ways in creating the life that you want that is different from what you currently have without pushing against what you have. So for me, I was not interested in going commuting, a long commute to the office on a regular basis. So I created a work from home schedule. And that served me incredibly well to launch me to further release some more beliefs that I had that I needed to have an eight to five job in order to support my family. So play with it a little bit and see where the next logical step leads you. That's, that's very good advice, Sabrina. It's, uh, it's funny when you start playing with that, what is the possibility? You know, what could I do? And a question that is really strong for me right now um, I've been writing, writing about it is, what do you love? And just start making a list of the things that you love. You probably don't even pay attention to them. I mean, it can be the sound of your child's laughter, a sunset, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a walk after dinner, um, something that somebody once said to you. And to start claiming those things as you remember them and bringing them into your, your energy field in, through your awareness of them, because that is part of the door 
of creativity and of sustaining your creativity is what do you love? And it's a simple kind of question, but you can ask it over and over of yourself and keep going deeper and deeper with it. I love that, Laurie. You're absolutely right. Because I, I remember I started, I just got a little notebook out. And I do that every day. And I make a list of exactly what you're saying. You know, the, the sound of my baby's laugh or whatever it was. Little things, little things. And what I found happening was if afterwards I followed it with being in my vision, even for two minutes, because it just made it so effective. And I know we're kind of getting into law of attraction, but um, when you focus on this, you become just so expansive on what you love. It makes you feel so expansive. And then you become so grateful. And then what you're opening that space that I was mentioning. And then there's the position of power. If you sit in that space and hold your vision or just be, that's when you become a, a powerful manifester for want of a better expression, rather than create trying to create your life from a position of, um, well, I suppose, weakness, where, oh my God, I feel so broke or please, 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 I'm so wealthy, I'm so wealthy. In other words, people do affirmations, but they're doing it from the wrong state of mind. They're doing it to get out of feeling broke, rather than standing in this beautiful, powerful place and manifesting from there, creating your life from there. And that is, that, that beautiful journal and that list of what you love is the doorway to that. Mmm, that's delicious, Marianne. Anne. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned a while back about taking care of yourself, and it, it brought to mind uh, how important life balance is. You know, people talk about work-life balance. I think it's just life balance in general. And I wonder if there's more you can say about that from how, you, how it is you've experienced it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of different phases or stages or steps to creativity in my experience. And I think, you know, for each one of those, there's there's something that tends to it and nurtures it. And I think, you know, it's like in order to know, you know, we're talking about conscious creation here, you know, we're kind of always creating. But if we want to do it with more mindfulness and, and more of what we love, which is what I hear, you know, you guys talking about and Laurie mentioning, I think like, you know, there's a way that we need to have a vision of what it is that we really are wanting to create. And I think that takes some amount of, of time to consider that, to, to sit with that, to be with that, to listen to our dreams and to find and thread together and string together the things that we love. And I think there's a way that part of that creation is about um, cultivating our relationships with ourselves and with the people around us. And that takes a certain type of tending and, and awareness and time and then there's the the aspect of really just like building the structures and creating the actual um, way to bring something into form, and that takes a certain type of tending. I don't know. So so and then like as 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 the creation descends deeper into form, there's a way that we need to start actually magnetizing what it is that we need to create what we're creating, and that takes a different type of tending. And I think there's a way that um, for me, a great deal of inspiration comes through 
the people I'm connecting with, or it comes through going deep into exercise and practice in some way, and it comes through listening and tending to my dreams or being inspired by the people I'm working with. And so there's, there's all these different there's all these different places and ways. And I, I think that creativity is inextricably linked from everything. And so, again, I think it's cultivating that place of listening to what's needed in the particular moment. And, um, and, so, and, and sometimes there's a way, this is an interesting piece, because sometimes I think there, there are times of tremendous amounts of effort and outpouring of energy to, to pull things off and to get things through. You know, we all have these cycles or phases and there's something about where that's coming from um, that I'm getting really, really refined about. I've had awareness of this for a long time, but I'm getting more refined about it in this last cycle as a bigger thing's asking to be birthed. And I feel like there's a way of coming from effort versus from really coming from flow. And from the outside, it might even look the same. It might look like long hours and lots of work and projects, but the feeling behind it and the way the movement's coming forth is very, very different. And I think it's that quality of listening, of curiosity and listening and an allowance. And, and if that happens, it's like, you know, I can be moving really, really fast and doing all these things. And then I have to really listen. Oh, I might be really productive in this moment, but there's a subtle shift. And now it's time to do this instead. And that might be going and um, playing with my children or, you know, taking a rest or going for a run on the beach or whatever it is, but that quality of listening, I think, is what keeps things sustainable and allows something to really be born. And, and I think that it's, it's always new. There's not a formula for it. I think it's always new. Oh, I love that, Gathanjali. And that listening, that tuning in is such an essential part of the creative process and knowing when to move forward, when to, you know, step back a little bit and allow more information to come through. And I know, you know, for me, um, I found that, um, and of course, my train of thought just went with that that quickly. <laughs> but that, and that's the thing, I feel my way through it. I have to feel, you know, I might start with a project and I have to continue to feel my way through it. What's appropriate now? What's coming through now? And allow that allowance that you mentioned is so essential because like all of us, we're a work in progress. Our creations are a work in progress. And where we start out sometimes with the vision of the end goal in mind may not, as we meander through the process and listen and tune in and feel our way through it, it may ultimately end up looking completely different than we ever envisioned initially. And so being open to that process and going with the flow of it is a very essential part of the creative process. Yay! <laughs> I want, I, well, I, I feel that way about that to say yay, because um, as you're speaking, Sabrina, about that allowance, and, and you know, you were echoing with what Gathanjali had just said, it all comes back to what I call the feeling body, and, and learning to pay attention to it, learning its exquisite nuances, paying attention to the synchronicities of who you're standing behind in the coffee lineup. And um, I was just in a, at an event this morning and on my way out and just asked a question of somebody in this event. And one thing led to another, led to a whole possibility of me speaking to their group about sustainable creativity. And uh, that was just this synchronous moment, but of me paying attention to my energy to say, slow down here, pause here. It's like, not even knowing what it is, 
but being willing to, to allow it, being willing to trust that there is that inner knowing. And you're present with it, Lori. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that is what it is, Sabrina, is, is being present with it. And as each of us are, are present with what it is that we're hearing and how to move with it, that's where creativity, that's where sustainable creativity comes in. Any last thoughts as we wrap up? My main advice for people is play and have fun. Everything gets done. <laughs> and you're Sabrina for the joy of it. So that's right. <laughs> I am here for the joy of it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd add that what keeps coming to me is just this beautiful, comforting thought about the fact that it is sustainable because it, it's always there. This energy is ever present and ever available. So, for example, if you say you've mastered something and, and all of a sudden there's a bit of an anticlimax, like, oh, what now? You needn't worry. You needn't collapse into fear or anything like that. When you remind yourself that you're constantly connected to your higher self, your intuitive guidance, to divine love. And you'll always, always have this available to you, this, this inspiration for your next adventure. And that's what sustainable creativity means to me. I just find that so comforting. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. Yeah, I'll just quickly end by saying um, for me that there's something really magical about being open to the mystery and not knowing what what's coming and being in relationship with that and uh that open-ended curiosity is one of the most magical things that we have it is it is that is the dance of life truly thanks to my fellow hosts my sister hosts <laughs> for uh, being part of this today. And thank you all, the listeners, for joining us today. And why not keep your creativity flowing with regular wisdom talk? Subscribe to our show in iTunes. Leave us a review. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <laughs>